What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to WTF Wednesday on the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. What we are going to be diving deep into on this segment today is sugar. Is sugar in fruit going to make me fat? Is it going to make me gain weight? Is it going to make me lose all of my progress? Should I not have any type of sugar, right? And now this is something that is very, very commonly seen um, when women want to lose weight. Um, We have been told that sugar is the end-all, be-all. That is the reason why you're gaining weight. That is the reason why you are not losing weight. That is the reason why maybe your progress is stuck and you need to avoid sugar at all costs, right? Now, this is something that I really used to believe. I used to label sugar as bad carbs, all the sugar and bad carbs, right? And first, when you refer to food as bad or bad sugar or bad carbs, really sit there and ask yourself, is that item of food really bad? What has it done that is bad. So when you place those moral attachments to food, it automatically makes you believe that you are doing something wrong, that you are the victim, and that you must avoid it at all costs. So if you tend to fall into that category of labeling foods as good or bad, try to swap that out. Um, Not use that phrase when you are talking about food and you're going to notice you're going to feel a bit more lighter in regards to food. You're going to have a bit more of a positive relationship with food. And when I was able to swap those moral attachment statements out of learning more about nutrition, learning more about weight loss, learning more about exercise, I stopped feeling so out of control around food. I stopped feeling like the victim around food. I started to develop a healthier relationship with food. And rather than sitting there and thinking, oh my God, that cookie is so bad, I would look at the cookie and just say, it's a cookie, right? So first practice that. But anyway, getting back into fruit and is the sugar in fruit going to make me gain weight? I want you to stop here and really think about it. Really think about this. Has one person ever gained weight solely or not lost weight solely because of strawberries or a banana or watermelon or raspberries or anything like that? No. What causes people to gain weight and not lose weight is the fact that they are either eating in a caloric surplus or... If your progress has stalled and you're not seeing any more weight loss, it's because of the fact that you are now maintaining your body weight at its given calorie amount. Not because you've had too much raspberries, not because (laughs) you've had too much watermelon, right? So rather than solely placing the blame on your lack of weight loss or your weight gain on a fruit, you want to think about it as a whole. You're eating too many calories as a whole, or you're um, eating just the same amount of calories every day to maintain your body weight as a whole. Now, people will say things like, I'm addicted to sugar. I'm addicted, right? When I cut out sugar, I lost all of this weight. 
Now, true, if you cut out any type of food item from your day-to-day life, you are most likely creating a calorie deficit. So if you are removing a serving size of raspberries with your breakfast and or strawberries for lunch, well, then you just removed calories from your overall intake. And that is why you lost weight. Not because of the sugar in the fruit, right? So people will say things like, oh, I'm addicted to sugar. Now, sugar, foods that are higher in sugar, so think things like pastries, um, things like that, right? Foods that are higher in sugar or more highly palatable foods, which means that they're going to be higher in carbs and they're going to be higher in fat. Those two components together make things delicious. So they're very easy to overconsume. Really think about that, right? They're very easy to eat more than one of. So when you are sitting there and you're blaming your lack of weight loss because of sugar, it's not really just the sugar. It's not sugar isn't the culprit. It's the fact that you are eating too many overall calories, okay? So when you remove any food item, even if it has higher sugar in it, like I said, you are creating that calorie deficit, and that is why you are losing weight. You are not addicted to sugar. It's not as addictive as cocaine. You cannot compare those two things, right? And if you want a little bit more detail on this topic, feel free to message me. So just for the sake of this podcast, so I don't get too involved and too sciencey. Um, feel free to message me directly if you want more questions answered about it. But I want you to sit here and I want you to stop blaming your weight loss on the bananas, blaming your lack of weight loss on the strawberries or the watermelon. I once overheard a conversation in a gym. My God, guys, I wish you could see my eye rolls here. Um, but she was telling her trainer how she was frustrated that her weight loss was not happening. And this is a gym that I used to work at. She was frustrated that her lack of weight loss was not happening, right? Her, her number on the scale was staying the same. Her body wasn't really changing. And she said, you know what? I eat a lot of fruit. Maybe it's because of all the fruit that I eat. And he looked up at her and he said, yeah, that's probably it. No, no, <laughs> it's not because of all the fruit that you eat. It's not a single item. You're eating too many overall calories or you are just eating enough on a day-to-day basis to maintain your body weight, okay? So please, if you're sitting here and you really beat yourself up if you're having a banana at lunch or some strawberries at lunch, sit back for a moment and remember that one item of food is not inherently bad and it's not inherently good. Different foods have different nutritional value right? Some foods are, quote, more nutrient dense. They're going to have more vitamins. They're going to have more minerals. They're going to have more fiber, like fruit, right? And some foods don't have that. So it's your choice, right? You can have the strawberries and you can have the cookie. It doesn't have to be one or the other. So another common thing is what people will say, well, well, fruit has all of this sugar in it, right? And I say to them, if you remove fruit, from your day-to-day life, right? You're also going to be removing your body's ability to have vitamins, nutrients, vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin C, vitamin E, vitamin K, all these different vitamins and minerals that our bodies need on an internal level to function and be happy and healthy, right? 
You're also removing fiber from your diet in that way, which is going to help you stay fuller longer, which is going to help your digestion, which is going to help you go to the bathroom, right? So when you're removing all of those things, just because you were told that the sugar and fruit is bad for you, you're also removing all of those vitamins and minerals and fiber. You cannot compare the sugar in a bag of Skittles, right, to the nutritional value of a banana or an apple or whatever your fruit is of choice. You cannot compare the two. They're very different. So really sit here and think of that and remember that. So I hope you learned something on today's segment of WTF Wednesday. If you have any further questions about this topic, please message me on Instagram. Let me know. If you have any future topics that you want for me to discuss on the WTF Wednesday segment of my podcast, also please let me know. I would love to dive into these topics so that you're better educated, you are feeling like you are the one in control of your food choices, right? So that you can make all the progress that you're deserving of and so that you don't have to continue to feel like you have to believe all of these common myths that exist in the weight loss world and the fitness world to lose weight. So we are going to be diving into today's topic of can I gain muscle and lose body fat at the same time? So be sure to stay tuned and I will see you guys in the episode. This is the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Julia Feliciano. I'm a health and fitness coach and entrepreneur whose passion to help you find balance on your fitness journey so that you can stop falling off track on your weight loss goal stemmed from my own eating disorder triggered by myths in the health and fitness industry. You know, things like don't eat past 7 p.m., carbs are going to make you fat, and you must slave away on an elliptical to lose weight. In this podcast, I debunk fitness and nutrition myths with both brains and sass so that you can finally have a sustainable relationship with fitness, so that you can finally lose weight and keep it off, so that you can stop freaking out if your chicken is fried or grilled and stop saying no to social events because you're on a diet, so that you can finally see the beauty in your physical strength through lifting, so that you can finally have the confidence in your life to be the woman that you really want to be. Now let's get into today's episode. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. How are you all doing today? What is going on? in your world what is new it is a beautiful day here in new york today the sun is shining it's warm out it's really hard to not be in a good mood when the weather is like this it makes you want to be outside it makes you excited for the spring and excited for the summer i know that i am definitely not in favor of winter and in snow so the fact that it's this warm out today is making me super happy And I want to first share with you guys something that I'm struggling with. And you might be struggling with this too. So when you are struggling 
to be consistent with your workouts, right? Why is that? What's typically going on for you that you feel like you are not being consistent with, right? So something that I recently really noticed, and it's because of the fact that I unknowingly didn't really realize that I wasn't making this a priority. And when something isn't a priority, it just doesn't get done, whatever it may be. If you are putting off wanting to lose weight, if you are putting off maybe wanting to join a program or you are just putting something off in your life because just now doesn't feel like the right time, right? Well, it's because of the fact that what you want to achieve just isn't a priority for you, right? So something that I realized was that I was really struggling with managing jujitsu and lifting, the two combined, because of the fact that my schedule is a bit conflicting and a bit tight. So when I go to jujitsu and the gym that I utilize for jujitsu is also the gym that I utilize for lifting. There's a whole little fitness center side with barbells and free weights and things like that, machines. Um, And if I do not go to jujitsu for some reason, then I also will skip out on lifting because I typically will do it in the same day just because it's easier for the way that my schedule is right now. And it's also a bit easier because of the fact that the gym is about 22 minutes from here. So it's a bit of a distance, but I realized the other day, last week when I was working out, I was like, why do squats feel so shitty right now? Why can't I do another rep? Why can't I add some weight? Why can't I do another set, right? And I sat back and I said, well, Julia, the last time you squatted was two weeks ago. That's why they feel so shitty because if you are trying to get better at a movement, right, the more that you do it and the more consistent that you are at doing it, the better that you're going to get at it, right? The more weight you're going to lift, the better form you are going to have, uh, the more reps you can do, the more sets you can do. And I caught myself like going down this spiral of beating myself up because I couldn't go over 95 pounds on my squat and I did three sets of three and that's what I did the two weeks before and I like beat myself up about it for a moment. So sit here and be realistic. If you're having one of those moments, right, because you all are like me, right, we have this in common that we want to be superwoman and we want to accomplish all of these things and we should be able to, right? We want to push ourselves in the gym. We want to feel like we're working hard. We want to see that progress, right? But if you're having one of those moments, take a step back and remember that the reason why you're not making progress in this movement is because of the fact that you're just not prioritizing it. So rather than sitting there and beating yourself up and letting yourself go down this downward spiral of, oh shit, I suck, I might as well give up, oh, I might as well just try again next week, this workout was a waste, uh, right? Because this is all stuff that I've told myself that I know that you tell yourself. Remember that it's just because you're not consistent. So find a way to be consistent. Find a way to make something fit your schedule with more ease. Find a way to prioritize other areas in your life, right? That's going to allow you to help you be more consistent with something that you want to accomplish and just move on and get the ball rolling now that you have those things in line. 
So I wanted to share that with you because I know that someone out there is going to resonate it, resonate with it. Let me know if you have resonated with it. Remind yourself that it's okay not to be superwoman during every single workout. As long as you keep just showing up, you try to be as consistent as you can, and you don't give up. That's what matters at the end of every week, At the matters at the end of every workout, and that's what's going to allow you to accomplish your goals, okay? So in today's topic, we are going to be talking about something called body recomposition. Now, this is where, with the amount of women, the hundreds of women at this point in my career that I have worked with, right, this is all something that so many women have experienced, okay? They are starting their weight loss goal. Things are going really well. The scale is dropping. They're feeling amazing. They're noticing the difference in their physical body. Their strength is going up. Everything is just amazing, right? And then after a while, what starts to happen is the scale doesn't go down. The scale doesn't go down, but they see their bodies changing. Their clothes are fitting differently, right? They're feeling a little bit different in their clothes. They are feeling different in their body. We know our bodies best, right? And then what starts to happen is they get upset. Oh, the scale isn't going down. Why isn't the scale going down? Now, what starts to happen with this is many of the women in this situation, and this is something that I have personally experienced too, is the scale isn't going down, but their body is physically changing. So they're increasing their lean muscle mass, okay? Now, what starts to happen, this is happening because of the fact that most of the time when you are brand new to either any type of exercise, right, where you are brand new into starting a structured strength training program, right, not just winging it in the gym, right, you have a prescribed amount of exercises that you do for four to six weeks, right, you're increasing your weight and your, your sets and your reps each week, right, each workout, that's what a structured strength training program is. So many of the women are, they come to me and this is the first time that they've ever had this, right? So when you are new to training in that way, right, that is where you start to see that body recomposition happen. It's much more common in women who are brand new to training versus someone who might have been doing this a very long time, okay? So that adaptation to strength training is so strong because that adaptation to all those exercises is what's needed, right? That's why they start seeing that physical difference in their body, all right? So it's also really commonly seen in some individuals who are very overweight, okay? So maybe that number on the scale hasn't dropped, but they physically see their body changing, their uh, clothes are fitting differently, that is a sign of body recomposition, okay? So it's something that isn't something that you should be upset about, uh, depending upon your goal. So if you are noticing that your body is physically changing and that scale weight isn't going down, it does not mean that all your progress is useless. It does not mean that you should give up. It does not mean you need to go do all of this crazy amount of cardio or slash your calories, right? This is where it's a bit more of an individual preference, right? So maybe you're really happy with how your body is changing, right? So why not 
eat at maintenance calories, keep lifting in the way that you are, maintain your body weight, but physically watch your body change every single day, right? Now that's a personal choice. Some want to be able to lose more body fat, want the number on the scale to go down, right? But really sit there and ask yourself, why do you want the scale to go down? Do you feel like that's the only measure of your weight loss progress? Because you guys have been following me along enough to know that that's not the only gauge to your progress is by what the scale is saying, right? So sit there and really ask yourself. Now, in order for body recomp to happen, you need to be eating eating at maintenance calories, all right? So that's how many calories you are consuming to stay at the same weight, right? You also need to be eating enough food, right? You need to be eating enough food or within a slight deficit for this to happen, okay? Notice I said slight, not a huge drastic calorie cut, right? You also need to make sure that you're eating enough protein for this to happen because in order for us to gain muscle, one, we need to be eating enough overall calories, but in specifically, we need to make sure that we're eating enough protein because protein helps our muscles repair and helps our muscles grow, okay, from the hard workouts that we're doing. You also want to be making sure that you're really pushing it with the weight over time. Now, I see this so, so often, guys, and I am still kind of guilty of this too, but we gravitate towards the weight that we know that we can do. So maybe that's a 15-pound dumbbell or a 25-pound dumbbell. We gravitate towards that weight because we know that we can do it. But the fact that we always gravitate towards that weight isn't going to help us really gain muscle, right? So you want to be pushing it with the weights over time. Now, I had this exact situation happen with me yesterday. I was doing dumbbell hip thrusts, and I realized that I went for the 45-pound dumbbell. And I said to myself, a year ago, you were going for that 45-pound dumbbell. For some reason, I always just remembered that number, right? So I pushed myself out of that comfort zone, and I grabbed the 55. And I was able to do... I believe I did three sets of 12 and then I, on my, no, I did two sets of 12. And then on my last set, I did an AMRAP of three sets of 15, which is as many reps as possible. Now, an AMRAP is basically a good way to see how many reps you can do before your form just starts really, really breaking down. So it's a good way to really push yourself in the gym if you're looking for that. You want to typically do that on your last set. So... If you are struggling with the scale not going down, but your body changing, then this is body recomposition, okay? It's not something to be upset about. It's not something to feel like you have to give up. You don't have to beat yourself up or decide you hate your body or feel that you need to go do all of these crazy things, right? It's because of the fact that you're increasing your lean muscle mass. It's a slow process as well once you are able to actually get there and achieve it. So patience is going to be your best friend. All you have to do here is embrace it and stay consistent, okay? So this is why within my Lift, Nourish, and Thrive one-on-one coaching program, right, each week with all of my clients, we gauge progress by monitoring your body measurements, your progress, your excuse me, your progress pictures, We track your workouts and we aim to get you stronger over time. So say we see 
your inches going down in your waist, but the scale isn't the, the same, or the scale is the same. So your inches are going down in your waist and the scale is staying the same. Well, guess what? That's a sign of body recomposition, right? You see the inches going down in your arms, but the scale isn't going down. You physically notice a difference in your arms. Guess what? That's a sign of body recomposition. So it is nothing to be upset about, right? It's just something that takes a little bit understanding before you go and you think that all of your attempts are basically useless, okay? So if you are struggling with this, if this is something that you're going through, let me know. Let me know your experience with something like this, right? Share your stories with me because I know that this is something that I really used to get down on. I would feel so amazing. I would see all of my clothes fitting so differently that I would be so excited to weigh myself the next morning just to feel discouraged when that scale number stayed the same. So if that is something that you've gone through, if this is something that you have recently learned, right? Give yourself some slack. Now you're properly educated. Don't go running off thinking you need to go cut all the carbs and do all of this extra cardio, right? Decide where your goals align. And just because your goal might be different from my goal or my client's goal or another woman in the gym's goal, doesn't mean that it's any less of a goal. So if you are happy with pursuing body recomposition, then go for it. Know that that's one umbrella under the, or I should say, it's one facet under the umbrella of lifting, right? And that it's your personal choice of what you want to continue to do. Okay, and there's going to be some different measures that we have to take with your nutrition, with your programming, with your overall life, right? Depending upon whatever it is that your goal is. All right. So I want you to be properly educated. I want you to take something out of this podcast episode, share it with your friends, share it with people that you think would learn something from it, right? Refer back to it if you're having one of those days where you're like so upset by the scale not going down. Remember that the scale is just a tool. It does not measure so many other things and components within our weight loss goal and our fitness journey. Remember that every single day. Now, like I said, if this podcast resonated with you, if you feel so called to share it with your friends, please do so on Instagram. Tag me in it at Julia with two underscores Feliciano. And I would love to see those shares. I would love to know how it helped you in any way possible. If you have any requests for podcast episodes, guys, please message me. Let me know what it is that you want to learn more of on my podcast. When I am able to fully help you with exactly what it is that you need, taking those special requests now, right? You're only going to be learning that much more, making that much more progress, right? Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for a certain topic. This is why I do what I do. I want to be able to better serve you, better help you, better help all of the women inside of my Lift, Nourish, and Thrive community. And I would just really appreciate that. So I hope you guys learned something today. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day. Go lift some heavy shit eat some food, right? Feel good in your body, tackle the day, feel good in yourself, right? And remember that the current story that you're currently telling yourself of why you can't lose weight, of why you need to diet so strictly, 
right? Of why you're not making all the progress that you want, why you're frustrated, right? That story that you're telling yourself every single day does not have to be your story forever. So I will see you guys next week and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I'll see you guys later. Thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast episode of the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. It would mean so much for me for you to leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes. Share a review. Let me know what your biggest takeaways from today's episode are. Share with me what it is that you have learned from tuning into the podcast weekly on Wednesdays when new episodes are released. When you leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes, it allows for the podcast to be seen. And when the podcast is seen, we are able to help even more women out there understand what Lift, Nourish, and Thrive is all about. And we are able to continue to further change the lives of so many women out there. So thank you so much for tuning into the episodes, and I will see you guys next week.